If you were born between 1969 and 1984, you are a part of the 65 million Gen Xers. And you've just found your new family. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Gen X perspectives on rapidly changing technology, history, media, politics. How they come together and influence every aspect of daily life. The world we were raised in has ceased to exist, but we haven't. Let's do it. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Now your hosts, Mark and Mike. Yo, 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 Mark. We're back again on the Carolina Underground here with all our friends and family all throughout the the airwaves or something they got a weird <laughs> might, feeling in the air <laughs> might even be the world you reckon how you well, doing this evening mike there is a dot showing downloads in korea my goodness but i don't speak korean neither do i i like korean I barbecue does that count well i don't know maybe that's it maybe that's what they're downloading us for they might be sizing us up for for the dinner rush you never well know. they better leave my baby dog alone because i know over there them orientals <laughs> like to eat animals and i ain't in for all that yeah well yeah, I, let yeah, me take that back i'm all for animals but not for eating baby dogs well you know and, and uh, again the Amer- you know the indians american indians would uh, would eat dogs and i mean again i guess back in the in the day when we weren't raising animals by factory farms and it was hard to get meat i could see where people might uh you know if you were if you were if it was a question of, of whether you're going to make it to the next day or you're going to eat your pet i can see how you could do that but I, I that bl- i've heard about that i think i would just eat tree bark i can understand that I, i'm right there with you i mean you know I you have, you have seen my baby dog and just how beautiful oh, she is she is a princess american Oh, I know. Well, that's what my, my, my Sadie girl is a absolutely a princess. And if you don't believe her, all you got to do is ask her. And, uh, exactly. With Flossie, yours is Sadie May. Mm-hmm. Well, Flossie's Sadie is, Sue. Oh, Flossie's yep. is Flossie May. Ah, well, what, you see, that goes back to our nuances of the Southern language where it has to be two names. Oh, absolutely. And we absolutely. name our houses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And our vehicles. Yep. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Well, what in the world is happening? Is everything going crazy? Did these people in New York have, I mean, they looked and looked and looked and couldn't find nothing, and they have to try to make a felony charge out of a misdemeanor that they don't even really have jurisdiction over in the first place? I, I would not say that we are going. I don't think things are going crazy. I think that the people in power in the Uniparty think we're stupid. No. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, well, I'm sure of it. And again, this is something that has been an ongoing thing for, you know, at least the past 20, 25 years, mm-hmm. probably more like 40. And, uh, you know, it's just, but, and, and again, here's the thing I, you know, if you want to, and, and, and now I'm going to say the darndest thing happened. And I believe I told you about this earlier, my dad gum phone woke me up with an alarm i thought it was a civil defense siren telling mm-hmm. me that there was a tornado coming or something and i picked up the dad gum phone about said a bad word there my apologies 
picked up the dadgum phone, and it was to tell me that Trump was going to be indicted. Now, I have no earthly hmm. idea what app or what happened that caused that to happen. It just about took flight across the room because I didn't particularly care to hear about that at 4 o'clock in the morning. So I assume that's one of the things that we're talking about is this indictment and mm-hmm. everything. But, you know, it's okay. If you want to indict President Trump, on these kind of charges, that's fine. But you can't just go in one direction or that is partisanship and that is third world banana republic mm-hmm. nonsense. Well, that and when we got to go back and we got to indict well, Biden when, for all of his nonsense, we got to indict Hunter Biden for all of his nonsense. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton for his Hillary nonsense. Clinton. Hillary. We, yeah, AOC. Kevin Brown out of Virginia with all of that stuff. I mean, uh, Elon Omar. Yep. I mean, they've all had problems. Even that who's the guy in the wheelchair from the great state of North Carolina, Madison Cawthorn. Right. You'd have to indict all of them. But when and I'm did fine a? With that. I am too. I'm but okay when did a state court <clears throat> get mm-hmm. to where they thought they had standing and jurisdiction to bring something that is a federal case? Well, and again, it's a misdemeanor, and that the, the 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 misdemeanor charges they are doing so much legal. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, contortionism uh-huh. and prestidigitation to try to turn these things into felonies. You mean fi- you mean like literary license, like we do when we, oh, when I write a story or something? Yeah. Absolutely, and this is just I, I, you know it's a it's. If there's anybody out there that is dumb enough to not realize that this is all purely partisan nonsense to prevent him from being able to, uh, you know, to, to, to run for president again, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, but they need to be, they, they, you know, somebody needs to wrap them in bubble wrap and, and lock them up somewhere because they're going to hurt themselves. Right. Exactly. So. Uh, you know, but anyway, I'm sorry. I, oh, I, you're I, fine. But they, uh, I think probably I am one of the few people that one way or the other, I don't really care. Oh, I'm with you. And, you know, we're neither. I am. I know I'm not. And I'm pretty sure you're not. I am not a Democrat, nor am I a Republican. Roger that. Same. Way. And I think they're both demons of the of opposite sides of the same coin. Truthfully. Well, and. And they have been for at least the past 40 years. Mm -hmm. I mean, very seriously, when you look at Mitch McConnell and uh, Chucky Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and all all of these people are neck deep in the same nonsense Mm -hmm. together. Well, I will say this. Nancy Pelosi mm -hmm. just kind of, I don't know if it was a gaffe or a Freudian slip. Mm Mm-hmm. When I don't know if it was on Twitter or whatever social media platform the the wicked witch of the West Coast uses, because mm-hmm. there is one politician I dislike. It is Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. and it is not necessarily for the way she ran things as Speaker of the House. But uh, she tweeted that now with the trial, Trump has the opportunity to prove his innocence. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, the whole tenet of American jurisprudence is based exactly. on their having to prove that he is guilty. 
Absolutely, you're, and that's that is one of the things that's unique about the United States is our legal system is supposed to be the presumption of innocence. You are innocent until proven guilty. Now, in the uh, I, I know you're the Anglophile, so you know exactly what's getting ready to come out of my mouth. <laughs> in the British system of justice, you are you have to prove your own innocence. Correct. Whereas in the United, you know, in the in the American system of justice, you are innocent, and the burden of proof lies on the state as it should be Mm -hmm. the burden of proof should lie with the powerful not with the you know the person who's powerless i want to ask you another question do you honestly think being a former president of the united states that you are going to be able to find 12 impartial people absolutely not there, Absolutely I, not. I don't think Especially if you moved it, in the state moved, of New York. I don't think yeah. if you moved it to any state, you're going to be able no, to find impartial can't. people. No, you can't. But again, the whole thing is, I mean, this is this has already been tried in many different fashions with the whole Cohen thing. They've already tried multiple times to get this man. And Michael Cohen has lost all of his credibility because the man has flip-flopped back and forth so many different times but well you know i look I, at know, it like this and you know i come from old school i've been in business made yep. you know been you know and i look at it like this if the man's name's on the company mm-hmm. he can do whatever he wants to he owns it and well, as long as it's legal yeah well no look I, I look at it like this if the man's name's on it and at the bottom mm-hmm. end of the day he's responsible for it mm-hmm it's just like when I was in business. If I wanted mm-hmm. something and I wanted to buy it, and I, I would write a check, I don't care whether it was for my checkbook or the company, because if it wasn't for me, there wouldn't be no dad blame company. Right, and but again, there is, and now there are campaign finance laws that you should not break. Now, again, if they're going to prosecute Trump on the campaign finance laws that he may or may not that he allegedly violated. They got to prosecute and indict Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and mm-hmm. her boyfriend for the campaign violations that they did. And, and Ilhan again, Omar. This is the thing. And Ilhan Omar. Good Lord, they got to prosecute her for, for marrying her brother, allegedly. No, I don't it. think that was allegedly. I think that actually come out that that was fact. Well, it's allegedly unless it's been proven in a court of law. And, oh. you know, this is what is what I'm pointing out. I mean, again, it may, you know, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from my opinion on the matter because I think that's the big problem. Everybody's got an opinion. Well, you know, and it, you know, opinions, I was always told, you know, opinions are like uh, buttholes. Everybody's got one and they smell about the same. No, that's about so, right. So, you know, and, and I don't know if I can say that or not. If I've I, violated any FCC regulations, I apologize or offended anybody. I apologize. But that's the truth. And we get all these opinions, and this is because of social media. People used to have the, the, you know, most people used to have the God-given sense to keep their mouth shut most of the time. Now Mm -hmm. everybody talks like their opinion matters just because it's their opinion. And you know what? Guess what? It does matter to you. Right. But not Don't expect me to buy a ticket to your circus. Exactly. Exactly. So, and, I don't and you know what that. I really find, and you know, it, whether he gets mm-hmm. indicted, whether he doesn't get indicted, it makes really no difference to me. I think it's going to be a right. 
Hey, what I, you know, we need to come up with a term because one of your and I's favorite conversation pieces, I'm just going to, or terms, is I'm, we're going to just say the first word of it and leave off the second word so we don't offend any, any sensitive ears if we have any listening. God help them. Mm-hmm. The cluster. Oh yeah, Charlie so, Foxtrot. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll we'll well we'll leave it cluster Charlie Foxtrot. How about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like every time you turn around, it's something just it's just stupid. Mm-hmm. You're going to mm-hmm. waste how much money has already been mm-hmm. wasted on trying to do this? Mm-hmm. How much time has been wasted? Right. How, what, and, and, what else could ha- you're going to tell me that you got people pu- pushing people off the subway platforms in New York City, mm-hmm. beating people till they are paralyzed and can't walk, mm-hmm. running around shopping and gangs and busting in stores and stuff. And this is the biggest thing on your plate to worry about right. prosecuting. Well, so, and, and, and along those lines, okay, here's the point. The thing that concerns me about this, this country is the partisanship and the fact that so many different things are now clearly weaponized, okay, mm-hmm. to support a political agenda. Now, again, I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. There was a time I was a Republican. I have never been either one. I, I left that party because I left it when I became aware of the, of the uniparty, when it became undeniable mm-hmm. that they were two sides of the exact same coin or the other analogy is two wings on the same bird. Now, the problem is, as a citizen of this great country, one of the things, if you were to take and make a pie chart of the organizational and governmental systems across all time, and the two were, ter- you know, tyrannical or despotic or uh, dictatorships, however you want to call it, a tyrannical government where it was ruled with an iron fist from the top down, and the other um, being the um, you know citizen ruled democracy, republic, mm-hmm. democratic republic, like right. whatever form or fashion. The you would not even be able to see the sliver of citizen rule in the sea of tyranny because the primary and most common method of rule is tyranny. Right. Okay. And we are starting to edge towards that in the Western society. Well, essentially, you know, I I can't remember one of the talking heads had said it, and I think Mm -hmm. it was on a conservative-leaning network. Mm -hmm. It may have been one of the guys on the Daily Wire. Um, But uh, essentially, we're not supposed to have it, but essentially, we end up just essentially having an elected king for four years that does whatever he wants to decree by Mm -hmm. pen Mm -hmm. and hook and crook. Well, it was not designed that right, way. Right, but that's but what it within, has been it bastardized into. Right, because what has happened is the you know the Congress, they spend all their time basically soliciting money for either the D- Democrat Party or the Republican Party mm-hmm. instead of actually passing laws. Now, and they're not held accountable right. because the new me- news media does not report how they're voting and stuff like that in an accurate fashion. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't mm-hmm. think the news media could write an article 
object uh, any either side objectively, objectively yeah. and coherently to where they told both sides of the story like they're supposed to no they can't uh, I, I don't believe that they're capable anymore i believe they used to try you know i used again, to trust walter at, cronkite well i was that's exactly who i was going to bring up was walter cronkite you know the man would you know he was absolutely as 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 much of a democrat and liberal as as existed in the day now the intriguing thing is if you were to compare us and our beliefs and the way we look at things to walter cronkite or john f kennedy we probably would be considered dem kennedy democrats by that time frame right, or by right. The, well know, both now, of the parties are have gone to polar ends it's like it was oh, yeah. a race to either end I will say I don't this. Know that though. I agree with that. I think they've both gone much more towards the left-leaning side, and again, that's because that that. Well, what I was meaning is what I meant by that was is one went to the extreme crazy on their side, and sure. the other went to the extreme crazy on the on the opposite side. There, <laughs> some of them I believe have, and I'll, I'll agree. With and that. I will yeah. say this: I did see a clip. Um, I think it was Secretary Mayorkas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, was being um, or was providing testimony, I guess, to the Senate. Mm -hmm. And I will say this. Senator Kennedy from Louisiana, mm -hmm. I love him. Mm -hmm. Never met the man, but I love some of the stuff that he comes up. Not, not necessarily agree with what he stands for, but he looks at Secretary Mayorkas and asked him if he had just parachuted in from another planet because he has to be about the only person that does not believe that we're having an immigration crisis at the southern border. Right. No, absolutely. And I do like his, his homespun, uh, you know, euphemisms and mm -hmm. whatnot like that. And, I, and again, it's one of those things where the, 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 the point of the matter is, again, where I was getting with this is is if, if we're not very careful, okay, I mean, the federal government was never designed by our founding fathers to have the kind of power and control that they have assumed over the years. And it's got Beginning to be with Woodrow Wilson. In. Oh, absolutely. And it's got to be reined in, and we've, or we will lose... Because we do still have government of the fee the people, by the people, and for the people. It's just the citizenry is not the people we're talking about anymore. Right, exactly. Talk, the rulership, the leadership, and I hate to even call them leadership because they are not leading. Half of them the, couldn't pour piss out of a boot if the instructions were on the hill. Absolutely. And that's the then we we if we don't take care of this soon, I mean we're already at the point where the um, the 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 dollar the petrodollar is just about a thing of the past. Okay, Saudi Arabia, as I understand it, is now going to accept yen for, you know, per, as the mm -hmm. per barrel of oil price. That's the first time in, in history since well, there's been oil trade. Well, right, but that you, you look at it like this, though. I mean, mm -hmm. let's, let's face it. I, I hear and I have seen the doom and gloom, and yeah, there mm -hmm. will be some pain, but let, let's, let's be realistic. Great Britain, the pound sterling, was the currency of the world for hundreds of years. That's true. Mm -hmm. And it has been replaced, and yet they still are there, and life seems to be pretty good for most people in the UK. So I really don't true. think it's to the effect that 
the gloom and doom. Sure, it may be a painful and it may be some growing pains to get used to it, but you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that life goes on. Oh no, life will continue to go on. But the problem is going to be that the transition from a manufacturing society, which we were, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, in the forties, fifties and early sixties, mm -hmm. well, even into the early seventies. Well, I'm going to say a, even to the early eighties, cause that was when it actually started no, it started in the seventies. You got to remember. Well, you're you're in in the Carolinas, so you right. know that it was well, in the seventies well, when right. textile started. The going textile started going, but in the area that I am, textiles was big, but furniture was king. Right, exactly. <clears throat> and the furniture really didn't start moving out until the early to mid eighties. Right. When they figured out they could, and then the stuff they would get by saying with well, it was made in America. They would produce mm -hmm. it in China, send all the pieces over here, and pay somebody $5 an hour to glue the crap together. Right. Well, and again, that was what I mean. So mine, you know, mine predates yours a little bit because I can remember during the days of double net polyester where mm -hmm. people were putting uh, polyester knitting machines in their garage. Hey, you I know, had a yellow leisure suit with a butterfly collar. There you go. There you go. And what were those and, Buster uh, Browns? Is that what they were called? <laughs> yeah, those were the shoes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, and those—I mean—that stuff looked great until you got out there and it, and realized that it did not breathe like cotton. But uh, no, anyway. sir, it does not. Well, I will so, tell you this: I, 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 you know, we got all these problems. Sure. We got a bunch of idiots in Washington. Mm -hmm. The home, what was it Twain said? The home for the mentally decrepit or whatever he called the Congress. Something mm -hmm. to that effect anyway. Something like that, yeah. I have started something that we need to polish up so we can mail it and send it off. And it says, okay. Dear Your Majesty, <laughs> I used right. to think you were a dork when your mama's alive, but now that she is gone, God rest her soul, we just have to talk to you. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> I would like to apologize for 200 and some odd years of being unruly, can we please come back so at least we can have some kind of monicum of continuity? <laughs> or dignity. Well, so, and again, back to but my point, what I was saying is that, that the transition from being a manufacturing society to a you know, service-based society, mm -hmm. what we are now, that was not a difficult transition because there were good, high-paying jobs. Right, it was, right. It was easy to deal with. But the transition back is going to be a bumpy one. Oh, it's going to be rough. It's going to be, yeah, I think it's Well, you know, I had, uh, and I don't think, I think what the main hurdle is going to be is, you know, I was in the furniture business. Uh, when the last company I was involved with, um, I had was a silent partner to begin with and they started can't imagine you being silent about anything mike <laughs> well sorry <laughs> there were some other competent people there running it and i had just invested as i was in another company mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so when i sold off and because i sold it off and retired that was um the first time mm -hmm. um the one of the other partners approached me and said, "Hey, look, we're having some trouble. This is when everything started going to China." 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not. We're we. You know, we got to find a way to compete. He had mm-hmm. modernized the production services and the mm-hmm. production line and the painting and all that stuff. And this company was originally we were partners with Bob Timberlake, uh, you know, the artist. Yeah. And before, and this was before he got the deal with uh, Lexington Furniture, and then he had to pull out. And that's when I came in and bought. I, well, I think my other partners bought him out, but then I ended up buying the part that he had. Mm-hmm. But um, so they were doing pretty good for a while. It was kind of a niche market because this company did outdoor furniture, mm-hmm. and, you know, and um, they did made a great product. It was wonderful. Matter of fact, I still have a bunch of their chairs and stuff that we made. I actually mm-hmm. have a, one of the outdoor bars. Everything's made was made from heartwood cypress with stainless steel hardware so it would never rot it mm-hmm. didn't you know it didn't need you know it was just it was just a good product sure and um they were having a hard time uh competing because everything was going to the chinese and they were knocking right. up this stuff in pine and selling it mm-hmm. for an ungodly low price mm-hmm. well when i came in i had talked to them and they showed me the production process and all this and i was like we know that there's no way that we can make the the quality any better mm-hmm. there's no way so there we don't need to even think about reducing the quality because then we're going to have to deal with a lot of returns and stuff sure. like that and part of the selling point would be the quality mm-hmm. and everybody i talked to told me you will never make it what y'all or might as well go ahead and put the building for sale at that time, I think there were still 130 employees. You might as well fire them all, lay them all off. You, you'll never make it. Mm-hmm. And I under, you know, I understand what people say because you know, once you you get afraid, it's kind of hard to have that hunger to compete. Sure. And I ended up working closely with uh, the production team, and uh, I had a contact that I had met through actually believe it or not his son when i was in college Mm -hmm. and i sent him an email well at this point he was the person that was managing the margaritaville brand for jimmy buffett Mm -hmm. and they you know they made those really bright colored adirondack chairs Mm -hmm. for margaritaville Mm -hmm. well i said what would it take for us to take that business from the chinese and he kind of laughed and he said, you'll never meet their price. And I said, well, try me. What do you got to What? I said, I've been reading your reviews. Y'all have one, like half a star on the quality of these chairs. What if I can give you a quality product that you will, Jimmy Buffett won't have his name drugged through the mud mm-hmm. and we can do it. Well, short, long story short, I ended up taking the deal away from the Chinese, got a 10 year deal to build these chairs and then ended up getting the deal because the Margaritaville people were so impressed to build all the outdoor stuff, stools and all that stuff for all the hotels and the casinos. Mm-hmm. And nice. turned around from being in the red to being in the black. And then we mm-hmm. sold out and made a profit. And that, my friends, whether you believe it or not, by the day standards, profit is not a dirty word. Oh, no, not at all. 
but again, that was the whole thing. Uh, and back to the outdoor furniture market uh, marketplace because I was, uh, I was, you know, the textile company that I was working with was involved in that. Mm-hmm. But again, what uh, the big difference is the, um, you know, with like the dyes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Fabric. The fabric was designed had to be designed so that it would last for ten years. Right. The dyes had to be designed so that they would last for ten years. But the stuff coming out of the Chinese market did not have those restrictions. Yeah, you'd be lucky it lasted twenty minutes. Yeah, and so I mean, again, that's why you buy these things. I mean, you can get it for uh, two hundred dollars at Lowe's or Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more like nine hundred dollars, but you can get the whole set. Right. But the it's it's going to fade and fall mm-hmm. apart in a year. Well, and, you and know, people and, accept that right. now. Well, and like going to your point though is, mm-hmm. I, I was telling the story to actually get to this. Sure, mm-hmm. go ahead. When you were talking about how it's going to be a bumpy ride coming back to a manufacturing society, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not too long ago, before I took the position that I'm at now, mm-hmm. I had considered returning to the furniture business, mm-hmm. specifically the outdoor business because I still own the um, designs and the copyrights and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I got to looking at it and it was going to cost me to get the a plant back up and running. Mm-hmm. I would have spent just about as much money to buy a Senate seat. Wow. Just to get everything back like it would have been and that's not right. with any customers. That's just the ability to produce what we were producing before. No, I understand. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Maybe later on, but right now it's just not feasible. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and it's one of the things that just pops into my head, um, you know, from, from, from Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series. Mm-hmm. They started out. They had this uh, device called an SEP field, and the SEP field is what they used to mask, you know, ships and whatnot that, that they didn't want human beings to see. And what the SEP stands for is someone else's problem. You could still see whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But you ignored it and assumed it was somebody else's problem and not yours. And so you just walk on by it. Actually, I think that's a book because I think a lot of the people that I work with in my office read that Mm -hmm. book. I've read that. Well, they at least are affected by it. But again, that's kind of the whole point that I'm bringing is we, we, you know, for example, the um, leather trade, okay? The Mm -hmm. leather trade went overseas to Italy a long, long time ago. And the reason was the EPA regulations on that that um, that made it so in you know so expensive mm-hmm. to be able to utilize the, the 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 chemicals that are required to tan leather that you you just couldn't do it in the United States. They taxed it out of out of the country. Okay, mm-hmm. now am I saying that the EPA is bad? No, I very firmly believe that we are supposed to be good stewards of the environment, and something had to you know needed to be done by that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we all last time I checked, Italy is on the same planet that the rest of us are on. Yep. Okay. So if they're damaging the environment with these chemicals. Mm-hmm. Isn't it the same environment that all of us share well, is, to well, some degree? Right. But if we quit and had a totally zero carbon footprint, 
right. tomorrow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We would account, the United States would account for 2% right. of the uh, emissions in the world. Mm-hmm. So right. don't hand me this that I'm going to have to buy electric. But, you know, let's, right. let's think about this. Uh, the the last time American industry ramped up was World War II, right? Yep, absolutely. In four years, this is a fact, in four years of war, the American industrial production, which at that time was still already the world's largest, mm-hmm. doubled. Right. We provided out of this nation two-thirds of every piece of allied equipment used in both theaters of war right we mm-hmm. we built almost three hundred thousand aircraft two hundred thousand mm-hmm. pieces of artillery almost right. like 80 or ninety thousand tanks and built over two million trucks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and today i will bet you we probably wouldn't even be able to cover the 200 or three hundred thousand aircraft and yes in in the amount of time that we did Yes, absolutely. You're absolutely correct. Now, again, now my point, my personal opinion on this is the main reason that we, there were two main reasons we were able to do that. Number one, there wasn't anybody bombing and blowing up our factory. True, here. true. But the second, and I think is really more important, is that the government was still a government of the people, by the people, and for the people at that time. And so if you worked hard you were you would be able to reap the benefits of the work that you did. Correct. And that's what is being taken away. Right, from because us. now mm-hmm. we work hard right. and somebody that wants to sit at home and mm-hmm. do nothing because they need a and I'm not talking about people that are legitimate have a legitimate handicap, but right. I'm gonna tell you since you have made video game addiction a handicap that people can oh, get yeah. disability for please well and it's not just them again you've got the financial people that expect a thousand times a a thousand x return on their investments well the only way you're going to get that thousand x return on the investment is to take away from the people that are creating whatever it is that it is you're investing in right i mean you know I, i mean and i'm okay and that that in my opinion is usury and the bible speaks out against usury mm-hmm. as well Okay, I mean, I'm okay with you making a profit if you've taken the risk. The risk should be commensurate with the profit. But unless you're taking a thousand percent, a thousand x risk, you shouldn't be getting a thousand x profit. Okay? I'll agree with and that. Yeah, I'll agree with that. That's just a personal opinion, and it's this financial prestidigitation and all that stuff that's part of the problem. And again, back to the good book: the love of money is the root of all. Uh-huh. Evil. Well, you know, and, uh, did you see what you know who Howard Schultz is? Yes. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the, I guess, the, what was it, the C, former Starbucks CEO? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about people, um, the his moniker of being a billionaire. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he, he was testifying, I think he was testifying either before Congress or the Senate. I, it, the, all this stuff runs together. You have so many idiots flapping their gums, it's hard to keep it up with. Sure. But, you know, he... I think at the beginning of it, he re- he kind of took issue with being called a billionaire, and he just pointed out and said, "Look, I grew up in like federally subsidized housing. My parents didn't have nothing." Mm-hmm. And he said, "You know, I you know I thought my entire life was achieving the American dream, and I worked hard and got money. That's mm-hmm. what that is the benefit for working hard, and that is the American dream, right?" 
And you know, I, I you know, I was thinking about that, and he goes, I think, you know, we started hearing a lot about this, and it, you know, it, it it has never really left me. And the more I think about it, the angrier I get. And I'm not necessarily saying that Schultz was right or anything at that point, but it, it's interesting because if you don't have people like him that have capital to put in. Your people sure. that are making minimum wage and up through the rest of it aren't going to have jobs to begin with. Absolutely. You're 100% correct. And, I mean, again, my point being that at the point where there is a point where it goes from profit to usury, and that's the point that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And, again, this is one of the things, again, offshoring, uh, when we offshored all, almost all of our manufacturing, nearly all of our manufacturing mm-hmm. over to China, and we scream about slave wages and slave labor and all of that stuff. Well, that's how the Chinese are able to produce these goods at such a low cost is they have slave labor. They have the weaker yep. population. Either that, that or they just absolutely going to steal it anyway. Labor. Yeah, absolutely. And again, these are the things that, you know, so what I'm looking for, again, my point is that the two things that I will absolutely you know, beat my chest about and, and scream to the heavens about is number one, we need this, this experiment that has lasted for 250 or so years before it started to fall completely apart. Mm -hmm. We need to put it back together because it is a, you know, is it perfect? Absolutely not because human beings are involved, but is it a darn sight better than tyrannical rule? Yes, it is. It is significantly better than ruled by tyranny, and we need to rebuild that. And the second thing is, we just need things to be fair. Justice is supposed to be blind. Yep. So that's why the statue has a blindfold on. That's exactly right. And these are the things that, you know, I mean, I don't care if we're going to argue about, you know, you know, if you want to argue about men wearing dresses and what bathroom you're supposed to go into and whatever other silliness you want to yell about, you know, politician-wise and all of that stuff, I, I am fine with those arguments, and we can continue to argue about those until the cows come home. But we all need to agree that the rules need to apply across the board to everybody we all need to have the same play you know the same playing field and the same set of rules oh i That's agree with that 100 percent. so you know with that i rest my case it's all fun and games <laughs> while you have other somebody else's money to spend that's true mm-hmm. yeah, and it's like well I, I, let's just use an example you know mm-hmm. i hate to use the young kid that i have at the office but uh and don't get me wrong because you know I love the boy to death. He's a good kid. He's probably one of the few people that have given me hope in the younger generation that I have been around. Mm-hmm. And But, you know, he has this idea, you know, and it's not that I mind doing it. Every time we go out to eat, I buy his lunch. Or mm-hmm. I buy everybody that's with me usually. But, mm-hmm. um, and, it, you know, it, it's, it's funny, you know, he, and it's not, he is, not the only one that does this. I'm just using this as an example. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of like when you're going out to eat with your parents and you know they're going to pay and you don't have to worry about paying, so you get the expensive, most expensive thing on the menu. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's kind of the mindset he has. And I asked him one day, I said, look, I said, 
I find it odd, and I don't mind buying your lunch, but I find it odd that your meal cost as much as the three other people that was with us, and then you mm. didn't even eat it all. <laughs> mm. And he goes, well, I didn't know whether I would like it. And then I was like, well, then why, why did, did you, you order, order it? <laughs> <laughs> and he's, well, he says, I knew you didn't care, and you were paying for it. And I was like, well, I don't care, but here's the point. It comes to a point to where people's generosity, sooner or later, is going to run out. Oh, absolutely. And then it's going to, it's just like what you said. Then it goes from generosity to being, when it becomes mm-hmm. to when it's expected, mm-hmm. and then it becomes like an example of usury. You're mm-hmm. like, well, you know what? Maybe I need to rethink this situation and the generosity that I show to people on a daily basis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to lighten things up a little bit. All right. I like light. A, you know, cause we getting, we getting kind of dark, but you know, I, I, I read the other day and I thought you would enjoy this where one of and you know, this of course is not a, not a subject to be taken lightly, but mm-hmm. the munitions plants, uh, in the uh, European union that are, supplying munitions to uh, Ukraine mm-hmm. were having a significant amount of trouble meeting their orders because the Norwegian data centers were using so much energy to store TikTok videos. And they couldn't get <laughs> enough energy to produce the munition. Now, if that is not an absolute... If that's not one of the best examples of the absurd, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it's like yeah, it's and you know you know I you know we keep hearing about this Ukraine stuff and this Ukraine stuff too, and you know because I do like the TikToks. <laughs> well, and not in, exactly. In all honesty, it wasn't just storing TikTok well, yeah. videos. But I mean, I, just, I mean, it's also, I, I enjoy I enjoy watching it when they make them little chihuahuas sing. <laughs> but it's funny. Right. But there are some other things on there, and there is a guy, a few people on there that actually have chops and credentials when it comes to things that have are happening on the world stage. Sure. And yeah. it's interesting to hear their perspectives because the perspectives they have of what's going on between Ukraine and Russia ain't necessarily leaning to the Ukrainian side that the uh, mainstream media is leading us to believe. Well, that's kind of the problem. Our mainstream media has uh, has has lost all of their credibility uh, with anybody that's paying any attention. Um, you know, they've just there. It is propaganda. Now. Right. Now, I'm not going to go into who is at the root of that propaganda, but I mean, again, you got the same problem of there. You know, are essentially three major news outlets, mm-hmm. and they're all owned by the exact same group of people. Exactly. So that's why you can look at the news stories across. It doesn't matter what channel you tune into, if it's on radio, if it's on television, it doesn't make any difference whatsoever. You're going to get the exact same talking points mm-hmm. and even the exact same phrases right. out of these people. Exactly. There now, is no original thought between any of them. Exactly. So you can't rely on that stuff anymore and and it's it's just sad but again the whole point of the matter is we got to find the things that we can agree on and i think that the basis of what we ought to all agree on 
is the rules need to apply the same to everybody, like I said. Right. You need to start with that. The law needs to be applied fairly across the board, regardless of what your last name is or how mm -hmm. much money you got in the bank. Okay. And if we're gonna I mean again, if I lie to if I lied to Congress, I would be the you know, perjury is uh is um a required or has a minimum sentence of five years mm -hmm. okay right. i would be facing that as a citizen but you got um bill clinton lied to the in to congress in front of the entire m population of the united states on national television mm -hmm. and was never prosecuted and this is the same thing as well i will we say this with, with bill clinton circle. with yeah. bill clinton i mean in all fairness yeah. You did see what he was married to. Oh, I know. I understand. I understand. Now and and I'm not gonna go down that whole road. And it wasn't it didn't <laughs> the, to me the whole thing had nothing to do what he what 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 I I think what he did with, with Lewinsky was absolutely reprehensible because he was in a position of power. Right, right. And that is not appropriate. Okay. Not at all. But the the but where he broke the law was lying to Congress and mm -hmm. he did so on national television. So on multiple occasions. Yes. All right. And so, I'm going to yeah. interject Roger with that. a Go true ahead. news story that we can verify. And we're All going right. to end on that note. Yes, sir. I have it on good authority hmm. that our mutual friend did make it to the North Woods. All right. He did find the Sasquatch excrement, <laughs> but he hit a little snag. All right. He forgot to tie his hiking boots and ended up tripping and fell in it, and now he's just covered in it. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> and that new story Gives you the who, the what, the why, the when, the where, and everything, and is unbiased. And that is the snout to the curly tail and everything in between. And we gone. You've been listening to the Carolina Underground. Our passion is to talk about technology, history, media, politics, and how it's all changed over the years and affects our daily life as Gen Xers. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter at CarolinaUNDGRND. Hit the website at www.thecarolinaunderground.com. And if you've got questions or comments, send an email to info at thecarolinaunderground.com. Stay Gen X strong. See you next time on the Carolina Underground.